We're going to change it up today. Um, I, I believe sometimes as a church, we just got to kind of look at things and take a step back and go, okay, God, you know, we've been walking through the book of Luke for this entire year. We're in Luke chapter 13, and today we're not going to look at Luke. Is that okay? Is that okay? We're going to shake it up a little bit. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how your experience in church has been. If you've grown up in church your whole life or, or whatnot, or if maybe this is the first time ever in a church building. It's a garage, so whatever you want to call it, you're welcome. Um, I've grown up in church. I, I've been in church forever. My grandpa here is a pastor and a church planner, and my, my, parent, my dad was a youth pastor for a while. Like, I have rich heritage in, in the Christian faith, and, and so does Jeremy, the, the gentleman that led our worship and did a fabulous job, and Jared, their brothers. Uh, their dad was actually my youth pastor uh, growing up. So we have a lot of history, a lot of heritage uh, just being in a church and a lot of experience in church. Raise your hand if that's you. Anyone else? Okay, there's, there's some people here. Um, and, and it was a couple of years ago that we had this honest conversation. It was a good one, just kind of dreaming about what church is. And I think it was Jeremy, the very first time, was like, hey, there's some things that we do in church, in Christendom, that we don't even know exactly why we do them. So I don't know. We're going to challenge this a little bit. We're going to push on this a little bit. And today what we're going to talk about is quiet time. Quiet time. You ever heard that word, quiet time? You ever, you, ever, you ever wonder what that is? Time with God? Have you ever wondered what that is? Sometimes we do things in the Christian world and we just do them and we don't really know why. So we're going to take today out and we're going to pause and we're going to say how to, that's what we're going to call this, how to, because if it works, then we'll do it in the future. <laughs> how to, and today we're going to look at quiet time. And I want to talk just briefly about quiet time. There's a couple verses and I lied. Here's a Luke verse, sorry. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. One of those days, Jesus went out to the, uh, to the mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. And if you've read the Bible or if you've heard the story, oftentimes Jesus would go and he would spend time talking with God, being with God. Multiple times. I mean, you find 12 verses in the Bible, to be exact, where Jesus unplugs from what's happening and he goes and spends time with God. Quiet time, God time, whatever you want to call it. I think that's a really cool picture. Um, and here's another one. I'm going to give you two more. Psalms 100 verse 3. I like Psalms. Psalms is a lot of just reflecting about who God is. This is what Psalms 103 says. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. And I like how that verse says. Know. Know that I am God. God made us. We are his. His sheep. His people. He loves us. Indicates. We're spending time with him. Beautiful. Look at this verse. Psalms 46.10. This is famous. Maybe a lot of you know this and have it memorized or tattooed on your arm or whatever. But here's Psalms 46.10. says this. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. How is your time with God? What does it look like? What does a quiet time look like for you? Devotion time. Whatever words you want to put to that. What does it look like? Well, today we're going to look at this. And as we're doing how-tos, one of the things we want to do is just invite people to the stage that, that we look at their life and go, there's definite fruits in this area. And so today I'm going to invite Jeremy to come up to introduce who we're going to talk with today. Okay, so I'm actually really excited about this um, because, yeah, there's a lot of times in church where we're like, 
what does this even mean? And why do we even do this? And, and do we even need to do this? And so uh, this is really cool and important. And Brittany, uh, is this, this is sounding really weird, huh? That's fine. Keep going in and out. Okay. Anyways, Brittany, she's just an awesome woman of God. She's my wife, too. Um, and a big part of <clears throat> who I am now uh, is because of her. And so I think it was like, I think, because we, we got married about three and a half years ago. And so about maybe four-ish years ago, we were talking, and we were talking kind of about God time or, you know, devotional time. And I was like, well, you know, I, I just, I don't really do it in the morning. I kind of just spend all day with God, which was kind of like a, like, I'm too lazy to do it. And I pray maybe once a day for like a second. And maybe that works for you because it might. Like you could maybe spend time with God all day. And I think there probably are people that do. But for me, yeah, it was just like a cop out. And I was like, nope. I spend time with God all day. And I don't. And so that really her, the way she spends time with God, really started challenging me to spend more time with God and Honestly, it's like the best thing in the world now, like just spending time with God and, and seeing how much she enjoyed it was like, man, I wonder if I could enjoy it that much. So she's just really great. And she, she, she takes so much time to spend time with God. And even when it gets hard and when she doesn't want to, she gets up an hour early before work every morning to do that. And it's just so incredible. And you can just see how much she's grown from that and man, and just how much she's shown me and shown the kids in the youth group and just anybody that she comes in contact with, like God's love, because she gets filled up through God's love. She's probably going to explain all that. But anyway, she's awesome. And you should listen to her. Uh, that's pretty much what all I wanted to say. So this is my wife, Brittany Ishida. <laughs> Basically, we wanted to set Jeremy up so he looks really good. No, I'm joking. Brent, would you mind th- uh, putting on the light back there? Yeah, I, thank you, buddy. Um, church, this this is Brittany. And before we even get started, I just want to I just want to kind of say, you know, sometimes as a family, we are a family. We are, we are a body of Christ. Sometimes in our family, uh, we can notice people that are very good at certain areas or they're a little more talented in areas uh, that we're not. And we can learn some things from them. And so by no means today do we want you to hear, this is how to do quiet time. And you have to do quiet time this way because Brittany is a, an animal at doing quiet times this way. But we, what we do want you to hear is we want you to have freedom in saying, okay, very good. I want to go towards quiet time and what that might look like. So I just want to set that up before we begin talking. So how are you doing, Brittany? I'm well, thank you. Very good. Is your mic on? Yes. Okay. Mine is just really loud, so, okay. I want to, we, we gave her some questions, and we want to kind of just go through these questions, and maybe God will show us some cool things here. But the first question is, what is a quiet time, or spending time with God, or devotional time? What do you, what do you, what, it's what you call God time. What is God time to you? What does that mean? Um, God time to me is, well, you heard what Jeremy said. I get up in the morning, um, and I set aside an hour to to pray and read the Bible and sometimes I'm reading other stuff. Um, but just that, it's that time of my day where I get centered on what is real and what is true and what is God's kingdom and who does God think I am before I go off into daily life where, you know, lies and ideas are thrown at you all day of who you need to be and what that looks like and what reality looks like. So it's like prep time to remember what's real. And to be with God, because he is the one who is real. 
Why do you have this God time? Why do you have this prep time, this quiet time? Because I need it. <laughs> um, so the, I have a short story. So I did YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission, uh, which is wonderful and awesome. And uh, during this time, we had a speaker who, who challenged everybody to let go of something. And during that week, we all got to talk to God about what we needed to let go of. And uh, a lot of people, by the end of the week, Friday, there was this day, and it was like the day we sacrificed whatever it was that God was asking us to give up. And uh, a lot of people gave up like sins or like uh, eating disorders or, or things that they had done back home that they needed to change. And all week, I was waiting for something huge. Like God was like, you need to give up. I don't know, vegetables. No, he wouldn't say that. Meat, maybe. (laughs) And and I was having quiet times, maybe like 30 minutes. It was so hard to get up early because you're busy all day. And I I gave God maybe 30 minutes. And like probably by the end of my 30 minutes, I was actually ready for like to listen to God. And I really felt like during that time that God was saying, give me an hour. Give me an hour in the morning. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) so by that Friday when we had to, give our sacrifices, I was ready. I was like, God, I'm going to give you an hour. And I have. And um, I pretty much Monday through Friday spend an hour with God in the morning. And um, Saturday and Sunday, no guarantee that it's an hour. Sometimes I miss it. Um, but yeah, that's that's my why. Why it looks the way it does. Okay. Okay. So. Well, can we talk about the... Um, I don't know if what is the right, the right word to put there, but during your quiet times, have you ever had a moment or your God time, we'll call them God time. Have you ever had a moment where, I mean, God just spoke to you? Like you can, you can think of a time when God spoke to you and, and I don't know, is that too personal to ask? Can you share that with us? What that might look like? Yeah. Um, so I believe that God is speaking to us all the time. And the way I picture it, I'm really visual. I like analogies. So the way I picture it is like uh, we are a radio (laughs) and we're either tuning into God to hear his voice or we're not. And I like to tune into myself and I like to tune into books. I like to tune into the Bible because those are easy to understand and easy to hear. But to tune into God, I have to focus a lot more and I have to be willing to listen. And um, so, yeah, God speaks to me when I listen. And um, I recently started, towards the end of my quiet times, like really maybe asking a pointed question or but really trying to hear what he's saying. In a, and I write it in red pen because God speaks in red letters, right? And so, <laughs> so I'll ask him a question. And, and I know it's God because cause his word is always fresh and it's always true and it's always, always in line with the Bible. It's not like God is going to be like, you're going to die today, Brittany. And I'll be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like pretty much is always encouragement. And if you look at um, 1 Corinthians 14, it talks about prophecy and what prophecy is. And it's always encouraging and it's always building up. And that's always when I'm listening to God, that's what those words are. And um, a lot of the time it's like, slow down, Brittany, listen to me or be with me or um, rest in my love. And that's a lot of the time what he says. And I'm generally expecting him to be like, go and start something, go and do something. And God's always just like, be with me. And I'm always like, thank you. That's very refreshing. (laughs) Yeah. It turns out if you listen to him, usually it's awesome. (laughs) 
And sometimes it might be like, hey, stop doing that. And that's still awesome. Okay, I know that this is a question a little later on, but I want to touch into this right now. Because, you, I mean, you just alluded to just taking notes or writing in red. I wonder, I wonder what, what color is your questions? Now, that's not a real question, but anyways. Is there, is there like a practical thing that you're doing? Like you're saying taking journal notes and whatever. Is there a routine that you're in that, that is just good for you? It's a groove that you're in and doing that? Or is it, what does it look like just technically? Can you share that? I can't. Um, so I write in a notebook. I really like writing and I really like reading. And so this makes sense for me. This might not be you, but I have a notebook. Um, can you toss me yours? Thank you. They're not fancy. I don't get nice journals cause I write so much. I might write three pages in a quiet time. Um, so I don't spend money on them. This is like 17 cents at the beginning of the school year. And, um, I just start, and it's hard to focus, I find. Um, you might find that, too. So I just start praying, and I usually start... Um, Writing your prayers. R- yeah, I start, like, I literally write, thank you, God, for today. Oh. And then I, if you have ever done vacation Bible school, they call it God sightings. And I try to recognize my God sightings from the day before, like, where did I see you yesterday, God? And and um, I try to be start with thanks, because it says in the Bible, you enter his gates with thanksgiving, you enter his courts with praise. So I start with thanks and praise, because I want to get in to, to the Holy of Holies. And, um, and so if you start with thanks, and you start recognizing where God is in your day, um, you can start to, to get closer to him, um, as opposed to starting with complaining and whining, and mm-hmm. it's not going to get you in his gates. Um, and... Uh, so I probably write for a couple paragraphs, and then I'm, I'm actually ready to start whatever I'm doing. And my actual devotion might be, I might be reading through a book in the Bible. Um, I might be uh, reading through an actual devotional that asks me questions. I might be reading through, uh, it's a book written, a uh, nonfiction book, book written by a, a, a Christian author, um, and then I usually write my thoughts or I ask questions. If I'm reading the Bible, I'm generally like, what does that mean, God? Or I try to make it practical. Like, um, if love is patient, love is kind. Like, um, where do I need to be more patient? Mm-hmm. Where do I need to be more kind? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're married, generally it's to your spouse. Um, <laughs> at your job, generally it's your coworkers. <laughs> so um, I write those ideas down. And then generally I end in a... I try to like read through and see, like summarize, like what is God showing me today? Cause usually he's, he's giving me like a main point. And, um, and I usually pray into that, like God help me be this or, uh, I don't know, something like that. And then, um, and then I ask God what he's showing me or what his, what he wants me to see that day. And that's the red letters part. And, um, and yeah, it's about what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, and does anyone else journal? Does anyone else journal? I mean, I, I know I, I journal not every day, not, not consistent, consistently. I know what mine is is more just, God, here's my, my prayer request, and here's my how you've answered them. Mm-hmm. I'm not journaling the, the beginning part, like you said, like the, the, the thank you, God, for you know, who you are, and, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I might shake mine up a little bit because of that. I don't, I don't write as fast, and, and it takes me a little bit, but... Um, as, as you speak into that, how do you know, you know, you said the last process is just God speaking to you. How do you know? How do you know God's speaking to you? I mean, 
what does that look like what, in, in your life when you know that God's speaking? How do you know it's not just me thinking or it's God speaking? You want to know the truth? Yes. It's not that obvious. Ta-da! Um, God loves us, and he loves us so much that um, he, and um, I remember my friends in high school being like, well, if God just smacked me in the back of the head, I'd listen to him. And God isn't like that. Um, his goal is always, always to get closer to him. He wants you. Not for you to hear magic word and do something. He wants you, all of you, all the time. And so when I ask him questions, the answer sometimes I'm like, man, am I writing my thought right there? Or like, man, am I just quoting the Bible right there? <laughs> and so it's not that easy. But the more that I do it, the more that I tune into that, to that station, the better I get at hearing it. And also um, good confirmation is, you know, if I'm listening to God speak to me, it's usually right on. And it's usually like, um, like I was saying, like I'm all anxious that day. And God says like, um, perfect love drives out fear. Brittany, I love you. And um, when God refers to me when I'm listening, he either calls me Brit or little one. <laughs> I've heard other people refer to like when God speaks to them, he calls them precious. Um, but I'm starting to get better at recognizing his voice. And a fun way to test it is to, uh, to ask God for a word for someone else, hmm. especially someone you don't know. Because then when it's right on, you're like, oh, I was listening. That was the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's a lot of practice. And I um, have legitimately been practicing hearing God's voice since 2007. And like I said, it's still not easy. And it's not like I have a friend who's listened to God for a real long time. And she says, it's like a sound right here. <laughs> and I was like. I have no idea what that means, but <laughs> his voice, it's, like I said, first Corinthians 14, read about prophecy and it's always encouraging, always uplifting. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting better at it, but, and sometimes God doesn't want to answer the question I'm asking. <laughs> so I'm like, God, what do you think about this thing that I'm really worried and anxious about? And God's like, actually, I wanted to just tell you that I love you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's not that easy and not that obvious, yeah. which is probably why it's still a question that Christians are always asking. Can you really hear God? Because um, it's not that, yeah. it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. Though I like the, even this verse that we talked about here, the, the Psalms 4610, just be still and know that, that I am God. How many of us are running so hard and so fast um, and we're not being still, we're not taking that moment just to hear who God is. I guarantee we're not going to hear God if, if we don't, sit and say, God, I'm, I'm here. I'm quieting my voice. I'm turning off all the TV. I'm, I'm focusing. And so, all right, this is a big question. And this one is a lot for me. And I know a lot of us, how many of you are busy? <laughs> Anyone busy? How many of you are kind of feeling guilty right now? Cause you don't wake up at three 30 in the morning to have this one hour of quiet time. Some people, I mean, it, this is my, this is, this is, a question from me, and I know it's a lot, and it comes up a lot, but it's just that thing of, you know, we're, we're busy. We go to work early. We have a lot of kids. Um, we're up late with them because they're crying and screaming all night. Like, we're getting tired. We got so much going on in our life. Like, <laughs> what do we do with our life being so busy? Like, what what would our quiet times look like um, with our life being so busy? And can you just speak into that? I mean, what? It's a big question, mm -hmm. but I feel guilty sometimes because I'm just so busy and I don't take that hour or whatever that may look like. So 
Okay, I have three answers. Okay. Um, first one, it's what God always tells me. Take it easy. <laughs> like, Brittany, calm down. I love you. And so for those of you who um, tend to go hard on yourselves, and I only got 27 minutes with God, and I was aiming for 30, which is what I tend to fall into, um, take it easy. God wants you. So that's answer one. Answer two, this is the tough one for the people like Jeremy was saying, oh, I spend time with God all day. <laughs> Cut time aside and meet with God. We told our kids in the youth group, start with five minutes. And I had to cut the hard line and say, get up five minutes earlier. <laughs> you can't expect to find five minutes somewhere, or you already would have. So that's the hard answer. If you're not trying, start. And then the other easy answer. If you're super busy, like uh, let's say I slept in past my extra hour, um, um, get up and say, God, I missed my, my specific time with you, but I know that. God is real, and he is with you all day. Whether you recognize his presence or not, he's omnipresent. He is there. Mm -hmm. And just, just shoot out a quick prayer and say, God, be with me today. Help me to be kind. I didn't set my time aside, but I know that you're here. Remind me. Help me to recognize your presence today. And that, what did that take me, like seven seconds? That could be your seven-second prayer, and, you, and you're going to be prepared. And it's not like God's like, you didn't spend time with me. Your armor's off. Your day is going to be terrible. That's not who God is. And so, yeah, easy, hard, easy. Depending on who you are, take the word you need to receive. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I am us. We're, we're interested or we're encouraged today or we're convicted or whatever that we are, we are or we are not spending time with God. What does, can you speak practically into that? What does that look like? I mean, we put down here, I mean, should I go get a devotional book? Should I get a new book? Should I do Bible roulette where I just pick a verse and hope it's good and whatever? Should I just start praying? Like, okay, I'm not doing much time as in quiet time right now. So as I'm feeling encouraged to do it today and I'm leaving, what should I do? First know that God loves us with a grace. That is amazing, right? We sing the song about it, but his grace is so huge. And there's mercy for you every single day. That is only enough mercy for 24 hours. So if you haven't been and you're ready to, yes, like no guilt. Um, I have, we gave our, our youth group, um, five, it would probably take five minute devotions. You like read four verses in James and then you have a few questions about it. And then two questions that are always the same. What does this passage say about God? What does this passage say about you? So that's a five-minute devotion. If you want it, I can email it to you. We already have it written up. Um, five minutes. So if you're ready to start and you haven't ever started and you have five minutes to give, you can have that. Um, I also have other suggestions. I brought books. All right. If this is, this is dense. This is A.W. Tozer, The Pursuit of God. Um, wow. Someone gave it to me for free in college, and I was like, that's a joke. Too much effort. If you want to put some effort into it, uh, A.W. Tozer is amazing. Um, I just read excerpts. It's so dense. I could read a paragraph and yeah. then spend the next time with God. Like, what did that mean? Yeah. Um, the voice is a translation of the Bible. It's the new Testament. Um, it reads like a story. So for those of you who have wanted to read the Bible and maybe even just a chapter a day, uh, this is so fun to read. 
Um, Jesus just comes alive and it's Jesus that you want to hang out with as opposed to like the Jesus that you, you didn't think you could ever understand. Mm -hmm. Um, this one sounds as crazy as it is. It's called the supernatural power of a transformed mind. It's from Bill Johnson out of Bethel, uh, this crazy church in California where they're seeing miracles and healings all the time. So if you're interested in that, this, this book rocks my world. I've gone through it three times now, and every time I'm like, oh, yeah, that was true about God. This one's an actual devotion. It takes oh, it's like probably 45 minutes. That one takes a long time. I usually do half of one. <laughs> um, Daily Bible, this is chronological order, 365 daily readings. It's really neat because if you get into like um, First Samuel, First Samuel is a lot about Saul and then David, and uh, it brings in the Psalms that David wrote right in the middle of it. So it's like you read a story about David and then you read about how scared he was in this Psalm. So chronological Bible, if you haven't tried it, super cool. I haven't been able to go through the whole thing. Like I said, I have to slow things down a lot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. Jesus Storybook Bible. I don't know if you've heard about this. This may be my all-time favorite Bible. I went through, if you can kind of tell, I'm kind of intense. And um, I went through a super intense time in college where I was like, I must pray for you. What's going on in your life? Or like, that was crazy. But um, I had to like stop reading the Bible Bible because I was just too intense. And I started reading Jesus Storybook Bible. And it's so cool because it's so simple. And the, you know, the message from the whole story from Genesis to Revelation is, hey, God loves you so much. He's going to, he's going to do whatever it takes to save you. And this book is really good at pointing that out. Mm -hmm. Talks about God's never stopping, never giving up kind of love. And uh, if you need to hear that, this is a rocking book. But. And there's a lot of pictures. (laughs) There's great pictures. So if you want to start quiet time, uh, I have these examples up here. Uh, Give me your email. I can email you that little five minute devotional. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like stories, read first Samuel, just start in first Samuel. You'll love King David. It's hard not to. Um, if you want just some really, really solid stuff, read James. Mm-hmm. So that's my advice. That's practical advice. <laughs> Take it and do it. How, how many of you would enjoy just an email with just options and, and stuff on it? Which devotional? If you came on first Wednesday, um, Pastor Darren Glaycorn from Cowboy Church was here this this past Wednesday, and and he kind of he spoke into us our our church family church project, and he was talking about just Jesus is is uh, God is is wanting to just pour into us. And, and he's wanting to use us to pour into Greeley. And it was a great, great word that, that he was giving us. But you know what was really cool for me? Um, as we were sitting here and he was given a lot of illustrations of just God as water and flowing through us. Um, and if you were here, it started raining. Um, in, in, our, in our building, not in it, but our building in metal, you know, you could really hear the rain. And, and there was just, there was 30 minutes where it was just raining while he was speaking. And then it stopped when we were done. And we even took a couple moments in here just to be still and just to listen to the rain on the building. That's, that's pretty phenomenal. I think that God uses a lot of our, our practical things in life, the, the tangible things, to speak to us spiritual truths that are in the Bible. 
deep, deep spiritual truths. And so I, I appreciate things like the storybook or, or the voice version or, or even these, these illustrations right here that God um, has given Brittany to encounter him with. You know, I know I, I uh, listen to it. There's a couple bands that I listen to where I just want to sit down and I want to spend time with God and, and who he is and he speaks to us. What, what brings you alive in life? I bet you, you can find God in the middle of that thing. And so if you're looking for a shakeup, that could be a really, really cool thing. It's just what brings you alive in life? What do you enjoy? And look for God in the middle of that thing. So thanks for the, the examples right there, Brittany. Um, I do want to say, it's just, I, I, I appreciate the way that you run after God. And it's, it's very apparent. I mean, you've spoken some things into my life. And just as our church, I know that you're bringing some very, very powerful things that I look to learn from you. And so thank you for that. And that's what the church body does. Like we operating and being fully alive in who God has created us to be, as you are, encourages all of us to do that same thing. And so I appreciate that very much. Keep leading us in this area because I need to know that my time with God is more about me being and not doing. And so thank you for speaking into that. And I would like to give you an opportunity just to, is there anything that, that we asked a couple simple questions and and. You know, is there anything that you want to say above and beyond that? Is there anything that God's showing you about us, our church project? Here we are, we're listening. Is there anything on quiet time you want to share with us? Yes. Um, two things, but they're really connected. That um, quiet time is not about knowledge in the Bible. It's not about um, listening to a sermon. It's about being with God. And I know that I get very distracted sometimes. I want, like, I love theology and I love being knowledgeable, and those things get in the way sometimes of my quiet time. So, um, so just know that when you go into quiet time, the point is to be with God. Mm. Um, and then, and this is what I feel like I really have to share to you, to, with you today, is that, um, and, and this is a new word. And so it's, so being a new word to me, it's a revelation. So it's something that you've already heard probably, but the Holy Spirit does his job. It'll wake you up as well. But the point of quiet time is to fill you because what God wants is tons of us. He made us right to, to make him known. And so I work with students. I'm a teacher. And, uh, the reason why God has me in the classroom he has me in is because these students that I teach need to meet God. And so every morning, my goal is to be filled with God so that I can be him wherever I go. And so parents, that's your job to be filled with God, to be God to your children. Um, God has put you in your specific workplaces because he wants to be in your workplace. He wants to know your coworkers. He wants to know your customers. And so that's a new word that God has given me and gives me so much purpose. Like I am here to receive from you daddy so that I can pour into the people. So they know who their daddy really is. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not good at it and I'm not always confident. And there are times when I end quiet time thinking like, Oh no, I just worried about school that whole time. And so it's not like I get it perfect. And it's not like, I don't want you to think that there's like a perfect place of quiet time and someday you'll achieve it. And because if you've been a Christian, it's it's never perfect, and it's never that obvious. But yeah, that's that's the word I have for you right now: is go filled, go be filled with God, so that you can overflow into others. So, that, thank you. We received that. Thank you very much. Um, 
Church, can I can I just tell you this is the heart of our of our youth pastors here, Jeremy and Brittany. Awesome. Very cool. I I've been encouraged today. Thank you very much. Um can you pray a blessing over us? Just as church project that we would receive this, that we would hear this. Just can you pray for us, Brittany? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I might cry. God, I just thank you so, so, so much for these people here. God, your love for them is outstanding. Your love for them is so amazing. I'm, I'm blessed to be aware of your love right now. And um, I just pray, God, that you would just plant a seed in every person here, God, for desire for you. God, because that's the best part of quiet time is being with you. And if we don't want to be with you, why would we do it? And so, God, I pray that you would just... Give everyone an, an overflowing desire to be with you and to know you more and to recognize how little we already know you, that we would want more. God, I just pray that you would take this seed and grow it, God, until this place is just overflowing with the fruits of that seed. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would just move in people now, mm-hmm. that they would be able to receive this. God, that you would soften, soften hard hearts and, um, yeah. Open us up to wanting that, God, because a strong desire for you and the joy of you is going to to outweigh anything Satan tries to distract us with every time. So, God, I just thank you for your heart for us and your heart for, for getting to know us. And I pray that that would be what moves us today. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Can we thank Brittany for today? Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. Uh, uh, Church, I, I would like us just to get into a time of, of just response right now and, and what that looks like today. Today, today was a shakeup. Today was a little different. Hopefully, you're leaving and you're leaving encouraged, wanting to know who God is more and wanting to be lost in, in who God is. But I want to give us an opportunity just in this place uh, to focus on who he is. And we could talk about quiet time all day long, but can we just do it today? Can we just spend time with, with God today? Um, and I would like us to enter into that moment. Some of us are running so hard that we're not taking the time to be still and know that he is God, but we can do it today. So if you would, just, just close your eyes and hold your hands out in front of you and just say, God, I receive what it is you want to show me today. God, I accept that I'm yours. Here I am, God. God, I ask two things. Can you show me who you are? And can you show me who I am in you? Just quietly to yourself, ask God to reveal those things to you. he begins to show you who he is just thank him just to yourself just God thank you for love thank you for being strong thank you for your forgiveness just spend time right now quietly to yourself just thanking him for who he is
And God, this world is hard. It beats us up every day. Satan tells us lies every day about who we are, where we find our identity, status quo, doing, 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 being busy. God, can you quiet us all down right now and just speak into our lives? Tell us who we are in you. God, thank you for loving us, creating us, handcrafting us. Church, let's just spend time thanking God for who we are in him. God, thank you for giving us purpose. church, let's just take a moment to be quiet. Say, God, still my heart and speak to me. Is there anything that you're speaking to my innermost being right now? God, please reveal yourself to me. Just show me any word right now. I I receive it, God. Where is body? His ecclesia, handcrafted by him on purpose for beautiful reasons. So, in this place, can we pray and just boldly ask God, God, would you show us a word about ourselves? Give us one word that we can capture today about who we are in you. And even God, would you give me a word for someone else? Someone else in here, God. An encouraging word. Church, if we get that word from God, go share it with that person today. Don't hold back. Go share that word with someone today. I'm going to give us an opportunity just to respond in, in who he is. So I'm going to ask us, church, if we would, just stand up. We can respond in multiple ways today. One, we can write our prayer requests down, put them in the offering basket. We can pray with someone. We can worship with these songs here. But maybe God gave you a word for someone in here. Just just. Don't, don't hold that word back. Go to them and just, just say, here it is. Maybe you know that person or you don't know that person, but God wants to speak through us. And I believe God can give us words. But maybe it's not a word for someone else. Maybe it's a word for you today. Maybe it's focusing in on, on who he is. I know, uncomfortable. I know, a little different. I'm into shaking it up a little bit. That's what God's asking of us. And you'll know because God's speaking to you. And I want to give us an opportunity, church. I'm going to move to the back. And 
if anyone would like to come and they, they just say, I don't know who God is, period. I don't know who he is. I would love to share who he is from my heart to you. We also have Brant up here. We also have Jared up here. And they would love to pray with you about anything and everything. Come on up here and, and pray with them. Brittany's up here as well. If you want to come and pray with her, ladies, come pray with Brittany. Men, you can go pray with these gentlemen. But it's time to just be alive in this place. Let's not just go through the motions. Let's, just not, let's not come here and just do it like we've always done it. We may have to shake it up. Hold your hands out. God, say, say to God, God, please show me who you are. Show me who I am. I would love to encourage someone today. I want to pray with someone today. God, we ask for you in this place today. Is that okay, church? God, thank you for bringing us here today. Thank you for being alive in us. We're here. We're anticipating your love and your word and who you are. God, we give you this moment right now. Thank you for being who you are. It's in your name we pray.